The Very Serious Crafts Podcast is on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash seriouscrafts to support our podcast, find out about our Patreon half-stitched episodes, and more. Hello and welcome to Season 5, Episode 7 of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Molly from Wild Olive. And I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors and the Bones and Bobbins Podcast. Today we'll be talking about... What happens when your project is as big as a house? I like this especially because a couple episodes ago we were talking about miniatures and like very teeny tiny houses. So now we've just like gone the absolute opposite direction. Big as a house. Yes. Gigantic. <laughs> um, yeah. So before we jump into actually talking about gigantic projects mm-hmm. that may actually look kind of like the miniatures. Yeah. Um, we want to give a shout out to our serious friends of the Very Serious Crafts podcast who are supporting us at patreon.com slash serious crafts. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank You're you. You're the best. We we really like you. I think you know it's that. It's true. I hope, I I hope everyone who is a, a supporter on Patreon knows that we, we really do like them a lot. Yeah. Seriously. I know for sure that at least... Uh, a couple of them yeah, really yeah, do because yeah. there are some crossover between um, <laughs> our podcast and my other podcast. Yeah. And so I happen to speak to those people more often. There you so, go. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> hi. We love you. Um, <sighs> okay. So I know where we're headed with this topic of yes. things being as big as a house. But before we like, before you start going here... My brain is thinking about, like, things that you could craft that actually are as big as a house that are not a house. Yes. Um, We have some really, really cool um, stained glass art structures, um, like water towers and stuff. Cool. That, uh, I mean, I'm in Brooklyn. There's tons of public art that is about as big as a house, so... Um, Yeah. My sister was also telling me about, I think it's a little town in, in Illinois. So I live in, uh, in Illinois and, um, they have a lot of, you know, like the quirky things like the biggest ball of twine and, Mm -hmm. um, all of those things. And, um, so they have a lot of those things in this town. Like that's one of the things that they've become known for. And they apparently claim to have the largest, um, set of knitting needles and, so on. Although huh. I don't know, you know, how that falls. So I guess, I guess you could knit something as big of a ha- as big as a house if you really wanted to. But I think I've I'm not gonna. Seen some. Well, at some point, Central Park had massive crocheted stuff. I think it was All crocheted. Right. There you go. Um, yeah, lots and of I, those. Like, yeah, they're definitely doilies. Yeah. that are larger than my building that um, were on display. Our Lace Guild helped um, oh, sure. fund the movement of these massive doilies that look like jellyfish um, cool. all lit up in the air. They're really cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. I, I've, yeah. I've never actually crafted anything as big as a house, but um, anyway, I just, my mind went in that 
direction as we approached today's topic. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I guess my friend Lauren O'Farrell did um, a lot of knitting related uh, graffiti art, but was also hired to do a lot of them. And she made a squid that was at the Museum of Natural History in London that was a giant squid. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really cool. Nice. She also did a phone booth, phone box. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 Um, but actually, we're talking about a literal house. Yes? Uh, yeah. So I bought a house. No big deal. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I think that if people have been listening to either of the podcasts and put together context clues, it's, you probably could have guessed that that's what I was doing, but I did the thing, and now I own an 1848 Second Empire Victorian house that is giant. Yeah. Like, truly gigantic. <laughs> it doesn't look that way necessarily from the street view. I mean, it doesn't look small, but it, it doesn't... There are, like, three more of that house yeah. on the back of it. <laughs> it's like... It's almost like uh, like nesting dolls, but a house where it's been expanded out the back, uh, accordion-style house or something. It hasn't been. <laughs> All right. The footprint on that house, from the earliest map that I've found that has the house recognizably for sure on it, which I think is eight, the 1890s, um, it's the same footprint. Yeah. So wow. I think that... Um, I think some renovations have happened, but, I mean, definitely renovations have happened, but there are enough weird old things in the part that you would think was an extension yeah. that it's clearly not, but I don't know. It's, the entire house is a maze, <laughs> a glorious, glorious maze, and... I am currently in the, you know how when you get a new hobby and you get all the things for it? Yes. Okay. And we, we have talked <laughs> Has, about this before. I, that, I, that's kind of a funny thing to say simply because isn't that what just what we do? Like that's our thing. <laughs> well, exactly. So I had yes. to laugh at myself. When I started ordering books specifically about how to repair and restore your Victorian house. And, like, I have gone on some just wild chases to get some of these books because many of them aren't in print anymore. Oh, okay. And, um... So there was one from the 80s that I ended up scoring for like 10 bucks, but I found it elsewhere going for hundreds. Wow. Yeah. And like all it is is interiors. 
And fun fact, to solve mysteries in Victorian houses, at least I'm guessing that's the reason they exist, Uh there are books that are reproductions of sales catalogs from the era. Yes. So you can see what things are in their context. I think I've seen those. They're like, I mean, it really is like stepping back in time. But yeah, that makes sense that that's why they exist. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know if that's why they exist, but it's why they exist for me. And like, I figured out what my sister, what a weird thing in my sister-in-law's new basement. Well, old basement, but. (laughs) Yes. New home, newly acquired basement. basement. (laughs) Um, I figured out what a thing in there was. Um, The original coal burning stove, which wow, they were really ornate. They were like cast iron and beautiful, and it has like interesting like clawed foot nonsense going on, and it's attached to a laundry stove. But if you didn't know what either of those things were, I knew what the laundry stove was because I have one in (laughs) my new house. But yeah, so it's just been really cool. So I have been collecting books and I got uh, one that I especially like called Restoring Your Historic House by Scott T. Hansen. And... It is really cool because just flipping through it, you can see um, there are ways that as houses have gone through time that certain upgrades or changes were done Mm -hmm. and different kinds of patches and things like that. So you can often tell how a house was laid out, um, even if nothing is that way anymore okay and it's just been really fun so i've been collecting all of the tools and well i already had the tools but (laughs) all of the work where um i I got my coveralls yep yeah pretty excited about those um a shout out to handy ma'am that makes coveralls that fit my weird body love it um So, yeah, I'm just really excited because I bought a project. (laughs) You did buy a project, although... I bought a lifetime project. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like better than my, uh, better than my Sprockets quilt. That is my lifetime project. Um, I I think you'll finish yours way before. (laughs) I, I don't know at this rate. I'm not sure. Um, but, uh, how much... How much restoration do you think is actually going to be involved in it? Because I've seen I've seen photos and a lot of it looks actually really good. I'm not that there's always things that need to be, you know, taken care of or or refreshed or just changed because you know, someone tried to modernize a thing or whatever, but like yeah. what what level of restoration is going to be required for it? Um it's currently completely livable. Yeah. It's um the our home inspector who is a delight, who knew (laughs) that home inspectors could be, like, 
he just chats on the phone with us for like an hour or so just to talk about the house because it's cool. Um, um which we, you know what I enough. will say, um, we've had we've had good and bad home inspector ex- uh, experiences. Um, in fact, there's one it there was one in our area that is notorious and everyone knows. Oh yeah, that guy. But we've also had people who um wanted to pose for pictures with some unusual things that we have in our yard. So it, you know, and they're, they'll bring their friends over. Oh, come on, let's take some pictures. Like, is that okay? You know, so it, it can work out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and our home inspector seems to be of the variety that when he shows up, real estate agents are like, crap. Um, <laughs> but... He's also extremely good at his job, and yeah. so he's respected, even if they're like, oh, no. Um, but he said that the house has clearly been taken care of throughout the entirety of its um, history nice. to the present, and that there were no major issues that had gone overlooked that this kind of house there will always be something i of course i mean it's i have to find a slate roof specialist Hmm. because a a single gutter needs to be handmade to move water off of one mansard window because the ground slopes slightly (laughs) back towards the house and it will be a problem at some point. Sure. It's not now. Sure. But, yeah, so it's a lot of work could go into it, and a lot of work will go into it, but right now it is, it's livable. We can move in. Um, I, I'm going to be really overwhelmed, but. Well, yeah. I think yeah. that's probably par for the course anytime yeah. you move into an, a new or old house. <laughs> but uh, sort of connected to our miniature discussion, the reason I ended up looking at all of those miniatures was because I was looking for examples of the library and secret bookcase door that I'm going to make in yes! the new place. Yes! Yes! <laughs> And um, just to give listeners, I this may be deeply boring to anyone who's not me. I don't know, but okay. um, secret doorways, yeah, in bookshelves and libraries. That's never boring to anyone. There's no way. There's no. There way. are passages connected through closets, and it's a whole thing. Um, I love yeah, it. it. It's it's very cool. Um, but I am moving from. A 500 square feet apartment, square foot apartment, um, to a 5,000 square foot home. Um. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Um, I'm just going to warn you. Yeah. Because you've never experienced this, but, um, you know, like, things will grow to fill the space you have and you will not it's understand it's like goldfish exactly exactly um did you ever have one of those grow a frogs when you were when you were a kid it was like 
you, it was like a little, you sent away for it and it lived in a little container and it just stayed in water the whole time. And if you got the bigger container, then it would grow. And there were stories of people who like released them into the wild and they got huge. Anyway, I digress. I, I do know what you're talking about. And I am suddenly hit with this memory that I have probably not thought about in yeah. 25 years. Ours used to launch itself out and my mom would find it in the kitchen floor just flailing about and... And then it lived, it would, you know, you just put it back in, it was fine. Anyway, like a grow a frog, <clears throat> suddenly your mm -hmm. craft supplies, you're going to have way more than you realize. You won't even think that you have purchased any more, and they're just going to multiply and have babies because you'll have the space for it. Yeah, well, I was at um, Woolen, my local yarn shop, because uh, my friend Rachel, who owns the place had some boxes that happened to be... Do you know how expensive... Boxes? Like, yeah. Good boxes are? Yeah. Well, yeah. So... Um, I, I'm told liquor store boxes, if you can get your local liquor store, those I boxes... I live above a bar. Yeah, see? There you go. Yeah. That's a very, very good... Um, mm, my, yes. My brother... Because those are like banker's boxes, just without the lids. Yeah. Um, my brother also, because um, he works for... Trader Joe's and when he was moving he collected egg boxes from Trader Joe's and those were also excellent so oh that makes complete sense yeah yeah hmm. well but, yeah noted yarn boxes um, apparently yes what's that did you get yarn boxes no I uh she had a bunch of bankers boxes that she didn't okay. need and so when I was talking to Rachel I mentioned that I didn't even know where the yarn shops were, where I'm moving. Um, immediately, she was like, I know. <gasps> yeah. Who nice. runs the yarn That's shop. perfect. And I was like, oh, no. But also, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to that because I'm moving into a community that is basically all, like, it's an arts community. Yeah. That's and, really cool. Yeah, so it's going to be fun. But what I'm trying to do before I leave, and I am currently smack in the middle of packing, <laughs> um, I'm trying to get rid of things that just don't need to come along, even though I have plenty of space for them. Right. Just because it's a and, natural time to do that. Yes. Yeah. It, it's such a weird thing because I'm like... Oh, but I could keep all of this. I don't need to get rid of anything yeah. at all. <laughs> but, oh. So, yeah. So, the house is going to be a project. And there are so many things. And I'm so excited to do a lot of them and to learn a lot of, like, the woodworking yeah. techniques. Um, I'm going to learn how to install tin ceilings at some point. Um that's going to be cool. And we we almost yeah. did tin ceiling in in one of our rooms and instead it's um like wood paneled so it looks kind of like shiplap. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. But uh and it's white so it's, you know, nice and bright and stuff. But um yeah, the tin ceiling, I think that'll be that'll be cool. Yeah. And we have original tin ceilings in our bedroom currently, oh, that's right. yeah. like in the apartment yeah. I live in now. Yeah. And so I'm so used to looking up and admiring it that 
there aren't original tin ceilings in the new house that I have found unless they have been covered, which they might have been. But all the original horsehair plaster and medallions are there. So I'm going to have to learn how to patch plaster. Yeah. Um, And that's not a skill that... It's a it's a very rare skill. Yeah. Like being able to work with actual plaster because right. none of uh, none of the walls are drywall. They're yeah. all horsehair plaster. Yeah. Which is a thing I know nothing about. Um so if you listeners know um good resources for plaster work, let me know. Yeah. But Oh, I'm just so excited, though. And there are so many things that I'm going to get to learn how to do. Yeah. Oh, it's, and you know what? So um, I have I have helped with a lot of home uh, remodeling and repair projects. Um, like, everything from, like, we took apart our washing machine last year because there was one thing wrong with it. And to, you couldn't. Like, getting a repair person would take forever and would be far more expensive than the part. I mean, if you know what's wrong it. with it yeah, and you exactly. can get to it. <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, literally the, the washing machine was in pieces throughout the house. But um, mm-hmm. but it all went back together again. And so I love doing things like that. But also, okay, my dad did most of the actual work part of, like, the the grout work and mm-hmm. stuff. But um, we did tile floors in our living room hallway and then my parents um bedroom and my sister's but we sort of like sprawled it throughout um and yeah I'm gonna do some of that and I'm excited yeah and so the tile itself is there's 12 inch squares six inch squares and six by 12 inch rectangles it's like quilting and yeah exactly it's exactly like quilting and when you lay it all out we wanted to be we wanted it to be a random layout so that it felt just more like garden space like I don't think I can and do that. It was a nightmare. But <laughs> don't don't do random because the problem is You can't do random. It's so hard and it starts we would we would constantly be looking at it going, there's a grout line that goes like six feet long all of a sudden. We can't have that. And so we'd be constantly rearranging it to break it up, oh. not have too many of one kind of piece right next to each other. It was it was a giant puzzle. It was like doing a quilt layout and um it it was it was challenging and also really, really fun. And there's Did you have the spacers? Probably, we did use spacers, yes. Because that looks so satisfying. I can't even handle how much I want to yeah. do that with those. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're um and like because of we had some um corners that were gonna be, you know, four corners together and some that needed to be more like a T shape. Mm-hmm. So we had the kind that you can like snip apart and, you know, yeah. Cool. Very very satisfying. Um, and then like even, um, you know, my dad is an artist Yes, in, in amongst all of his other things. So he enjoyed just as much 
like mixing the grout and getting the color grout that you want. Yeah. Um, like he was, it was, it wasn't just like, this is the grout. It was like, okay, we're going to add a little bit of this color in to get exactly what we want. Well, he also did our hearth on our fireplace. Oh. Um, he, um, I'm trying to think if he removed all of the old brick that was there on the front of the fireplace. I think he did. And then tiled the front of it and added wood around it. But then the hearth itself, he covered with cement and he tinted the cement. This is like a big project. He tinted the cement. It's and hard then, to mix that thoroughly. And then laid leaves into it while it was wet so that it looks almost fossil-like oh, on the surface. Cool. Like there's like a fern and some other, and they were, they were leaves from our yard. So, um, like it was one of those just special touches that you can put into your house when, you know, and in a lot of ways, it's the same kinds of techniques that we would be using for other kinds of crafts. It's just on a more maybe industrial, uh, uh, level of, of supplies. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, really excited about all of that because just, like, especially with Victorian homes, there are so many little details and so much, like, hidden woodwork. Um, Yeah. I mean, also woodwork on display, but people didn't skip the details just because they were going to be in a place they weren't going to be seen. And so I am just so excited to have a chance i have only been in the house twice wow (laughs) um well one of those times was overnight so yeah um but yeah i i was in the house once before we bought it and Mm -hmm. then the day that we closed and then we spent the night and so it's like there's just so much to find and there's are fun built-in things, and I found a yeah. secret door um, nice. that well, in the back of a closet, and the room that the closet is in has a padlock from the outside. Oh. Um. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, we're going to just say that that room was used for storage, or it needed to be closed off so that no one, like, was was using it. That was the only possible reason for that padlock. It was, I mean, I know what it was used as. It was the um, writing room of the previous owner. But okay, So now I'm nervous that that meant that they wanted to be locked in so they did all their work. This is a trait of writers in the I mean, historically. I wonder if he was just paranoid about um, someone taking it or someone messing with it. Yeah. Like if yeah. there were maybe children in, sure. I mean... There were teenagers in the home, but yeah, so there's just, there's a lot of weird and cool things. Oh, for the record, I made Jeremy open the door in the back of the closet and it, it it was just like window frames and stuff. It was, it was nothing terribly exciting. Okay. But actually those are still really fun things to find. Cause I was going to say like, again, my, my, um, aunt's house Mm -hmm. great aunt my grandmother's cousins they're really really old house the things that you found that just got you know that sort of just 
end up in an old house. Yeah. They're, you know, between like, the basement and the attic places. and weird closets. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you never know what you might find. And I mean, even old window frames, those are fun things. Yeah. Well, and they also help you learn how to restore them. I found a book yesterday that is entirely devoted to restoring window frames. I believe it because it's hard. Yeah. And there's, there's original there. glass in um in my yes. house. Oh cool. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really cool. And we found some weird things. And we'll see. Um there's also a a building attached to the house that we call the murder shack. Um <laughs> that I think raccoons live in there. Um, uh, raccoons and also the furniture for around the pool. Okay. Oh, there's also a pool because why not? Um, an in-ground pool. Yeah. Go big or go home. Oh my goodness. In this case, you're going big to your home. That is very true. Um, <laughs> but they're in the top of the murder shack. I am unclear what the layout is. Um, we could see from secret doors upstairs <laughs> that <laughs> there is glassware in there. Oh. And mm. I don't know where it is and how to get to it because it's definitely second floor level. Um, but, like, there's it's just a lot of weird, neat stuff. I think... Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's going to... The house is going to need its own Instagram account. It has it. Okay, good. Okay, good. Um, because I, I started an Instagram, a TikTok. Um, I, I did this all when I had insomnia and I didn't remember it. And then I woke <laughs> up and was like, oh, I seem to have started an Instagram and a TikTok. And I think probably... Twitter. Oh, and a YouTube channel. I started a YouTube channel as well. Excellent. All in the it middle was, of the night. All about It was this the right house. thing to do. Um, because, um, yeah. because I know that it's... Uh, I know it's going to be an adventure that certainly I want to go on with you. Yes. And, and I really I really can't wait to, to come and visit and physically go on, on the adventure. Uh, uh, yes, please. So... I cannot wait for you and various and sundry members of your family, specifically yes. your mom, um, <laughs> come to visit. It's going to be awesome. And yes. there are beds. I, see? It's ready. Yeah. It's ready. Like, we we slept in one. Well, we were there. So. There you um, go. Yeah. Go. So it's, uh, I'm so excited. I'm and so there's excited for you. furniture that is still there that um yeah. and the, literally like the best the best couch ever oh yeah uh sofa <laughs> settee there is a green yeah. victorian couch that is out of control it's yeah. deeply uncomfortable but i don't care <laughs> um, oh and i got a bunch of reupholstery stuff because i there's a second pink victorian couch that my nephew ate Chinese food on, um, which is oh. fine because okay. the, it, it was beyond saving anyway. Okay. Um, but my sister-in-law was horrified. <laughs> it was just like, I, he, that is not the first stain that yeah. that couch has seen. And so 
I'm going to dive headfirst into Victorian furniture reupholstery. All right, so we can look forward to the the upholstery episode of the Very Serious Crafts podcast yep. to come. Sounds good. Yep, Sounds so good. I, I think we should stop talking about my house now because I could talk right. about it for like days. Well, we'll we'll come back to it obviously, so it'll be it'll be <laughs> so good, much. But, um, oh, no, and I'll drop the links to the actual um, Instagram account and stuff when I actually start putting content there. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm. It's not ready for human consumption at the moment. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. But eventually, the world yes. will the world will see. You so will all know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I I am. Absolutely delighted, and I'm. I, I anticipate learning new techniques um, through you, so that's. that's well, exciting. I am excited about that, and you know, if, if you feel like coming to help tile, <laughs> I am super not opposed. Okay, okay. Um, um, I, my dad will probably. Uh, Skip that because knees. That's oh, the one yeah. thing. Get yourself some really good knee pads when you go to do any kind of flooring because. Yeah, you'll, definitely do that. We're, we're at the age where now we have to think about that. But <laughs> The sheer amount of protective wear that I have sourced um, good plan. is out of control. Good like, plan. I've got slip rated steel toed boots. Oh, Nice. I'm nice. so excited. I'm going to make like a pinup calendar, like a Rosie Perfect. the Riveter style pinup calendar. Perfect. I mean, not really, but yeah, also no, maybe because it would be funny. <laughs> uh, I love it. All right. I love it. Anyway, thank you for listening to the Very Serious Crafts podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Serious Crafts and on Facebook at Very Serious Crafts. You can also find show notes plus all things Very Serious Crafts at shockinglyveryseriouscrafts.com. And finally, if you're a fan of the Very Serious Crafts podcast, which you obviously are because you're listening. Hi. Sure. Um, Please leave us a five-star review on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Because good ratings help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting find us. And also, we text each other excitedly when we see things like that. That is and true. And it makes our day. That is and true. I, not even kidding. It can turn <laughs> around an entire day yeah. just seeing that. So It has um, happened. It has happened. Yeah. Yes. So now thanks, just, everybody. Now I just want to, like, close out this episode with, like, some This Old House music. Wouldn't that be perfect if it weren't? Oh, my goodness. I am totally <laughs> submitting my house. Awesome. Yes. To This Old yes. House. Good. Perfect. I don't think they've done the town that I'm moving to. All right. Oh, well, there you go. So yes. so next time, uh, maybe not next time, but in the future, you might introduce yourself as being from Red Handled Scissors, the Bones and Bobs podcast, and This Old House. It could happen. I mean, <laughs> I literally have a Tom Silva bobblehead. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Not even kidding. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>